This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Come on, everyone ready? This is the SEC Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. All right. I think most of the time we're pretty positive on this show. We try to be, you know. And I get where, like, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania sports talk radio goes every day in New York and Detroit, Chicago, right? So I'm not trying to, like, bust your bubble in this whole deal. Uh, but if, if we add another conference game, that's, that's another, it averages out to another loss per year for MSU and Ole Miss. There are other teams in, actually, it's almost across the board. Okay. Now, Bartu and others are running the, um, McClintock is, you know, cohort or whatever you want to call it, but, uh, they're running the numbers and, and. Like when you run them over five years, it's just not awesome. So I, I don't. It's just a. It's a physicality thing. I mean, and some years you'll you'll pull four home, five away, yeah, and then some years you may pull. You know, you'll pull five home, four away. Some years you will pull a good schedule. I mean, to say that you'll have to make hay on that, like Ole Miss's schedule this year, uh, is an understatement. But I don't really know what to tell you other than uh it could be kind of the law of diminishing returns Ooh. um i i don't i, I know sankey's got a method to the madness maybe he just has to do it by adding two teams um and i, I don't know i, I think it's going to hurt it, it it could ding at a different level bama florida georgia lsu um, even if it's a half loss, a half to to a loss for them, and, and I know their their overall number is different uh, most years than 
Ole Miss and MSU and Arkansas and kind of those uh, Auburn, South Carolina, those, those type programs, Tennessee. Uh, so we'll see. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. And uh, go to favorites.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, um, proud partner of the Out of Bounds Show. Bundle your car and home insurance and save. It's a good time to save with everything that's going on today. Uh, with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent in any of the 82 counties of the state of Mississippi. And we know we have people listening all over, and we thank you for streaming the show on the Out of Bounds radio app and thezone1059.com. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN, and we are the Out of Bounds show. We'll have John Cohen in about two minutes. Um, Ole Miss, Arizona, at noon today. Ole Miss and the Catbird seat, they're undefeated. Arizona has a loss. Y'all can figure it out there, right? Double elimination tournament. And then uh, Southern Miss and LSU, which I think will be so intense, it'll be insane. Uh, Southern Miss wants this so bad they can't stand it. They could host Ole Miss. That would be like epic superpowers type stuff. For us, it'd be amazing. Thank you very much. I'll take another week of that. Um, If Southern Miss wins and Ole Miss wins, they play three. I'm sorry, they play two or three in Hattiesburg, best two or three in the Super Regional. So (laughs) Hattiesburg has been rocking all weekend, making a ton of money and so on. And so, bam, that's that's what we're looking at. We could have for the first time two teams in the same Super Regional in the state of Mississippi, the, the Super Regional hosted there. So, uh, SEC football scheduling we'll discuss with, with John Cohen coming up next. We're giving away a pair of Ray-Bans on National Eyewear Day, compliments of eye care professionals. And uh, would Maverick be top gun without his aviators? No. So we're going to give away, jump into the text line and uh, show us the love that you've got the Out of Bounds radio app, plus you can comment on any of the topics today. We're giving away a pair of Ray-Bans compliments of eye care professionals and Dr. Kirk Jeffries on National Eyewear Day. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We welcome in athletic director at MSU, John Cohen. He joins us on the Corona Premier guest line. John, uh, good morning. Let's start with SEC football scheduling. I haven't seen anything official announced. Where are the athletic directors and the president's with the new scheduling format right now? Well, Bo, I think we're at a, not necessarily an impasse. I think we're, we're just continuing to gather information. When you look at all the formats that we're considering, they all have merit. You know, a 1-7 type of format where you play eight games uh, has a lot of merit. It flips the league over every couple of years. You play everybody in the league home and away over a four-year period. Um, the 3-9 Schedule has a, I'm sorry, the 3-6 schedule has a lot of merit as well And that you're playing an extra SEC game, which is good good for the fans, good good for the league in, in a lot of ways. Um, so there's, there's a lot to digest here, but I, I, I think when you look at the fact that it ain't broken, our league's not broken in any way when we're playing eight games. And we've certainly had, you know, two SEC teams playing for a national championship on, several occasions. I just, uh, 
I feel like, you know, exploring a 3-9 is, is the way to go at this juncture. We have a little bit of time to make this decision, and I think we're going to take all the time we need to make sure it's the, the right decision for our league. Okay, so, so nine going from eight to nine games obviously is on the table. Um, I, I'd have to believe there's some for it and some against it in the room. Um, I understand what you're saying about the fans uh, wanting better games and so on, but now you're looking at more losses in the league. How, when, when y'all got to that discussion, how did that go? Yeah, there's certainly, everybody knows there would be eight more losses if you went with a format of that nature. Bo, you're 100% right. Um, What does that do to the overall power of the league? Because you're not just playing an opponent, you're playing your opponent's opponents also. So the strength of the league matters for the teams that are vying for CFP consideration. The whole league matters. And again, we've been playing eight games for a while, and you know, the the top part of our league has not been hurt by playing eight games whatsoever. So, um, yeah, I I would, at some point, I, I think we're looking deep into the numbers to see exactly what a ninth game would do, knowing, you're right, that there will be eight more, at least eight more losses added to uh, to the total for the entire league. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Is this something you've the group as a whole feels like you have to do for money or it's just because Oklahoma and Texas are coming in. And as you said, at the end of the day, having better games for your fans trumps some of the other negative pieces of the puzzle that it could, that non conference games could bring to the table, John. Yeah. It just garners more consideration. Well, um, Again, I don't think anybody in the room would say our current system is broken. I've said that a couple of times. Um, But exploring other options, you are adding two teams. um, You know, so the natural inclination of of a group of people, logical people, is going to say, if you're going to add more teams, should we add more games to our conference schedule? Um, We just want to make sure we we get this right. It's important. And uh, I I trust the people in the room, and I trust our commissioner, and I – uh, obviously, our president, uh, Mark Keenum's involved. In fact, he's, uh, you know, on the CFP uh, board of managers. So uh, he he's heavily involved in these decisions as well. So yeah, we're we're going to make the best decision. I think we have a pretty good track record of our league making very good decisions, and I think we're going to get this right. Uh, where do you want to tell us where you are as far as one plus seven <laughs> or three? I, well, so one of your colleagues, Mitch Barnhart, has come out right, and and. So are you 
or you may you may just say I'm not going to say, but are you for one plus seven or or three plus six? You know, I, again, though I'm not I'm not trying to get political with you, but I, I see merits to both. I really do. Um, if you're asking me at this very moment, I probably lean a little closer to it ain't broke. Uh, so so let's not try and fix it. I love the way the one seven fits in terms of flipping your schedule every sure. year. You know, you're just a home and away for everybody. I think that's really fair. Um, and then I get a little concerned, too, with the three six, just from the standpoint of, you know, your three permanents, um, you know, are, are not, they're not going to be picked arbitrarily, but sooner or later somebody's going to get stuck with a situation with a non-geographic, non-footprint type of uh, opponent. So I, I do believe that the 1-7 is a little cleaner, and I think the tradition of it has not hurt our league. But I, I am always willing to explore every option that, that I believe helps this league. But if you're asking me right now, I'd probably lean a little bit closer to the 1-7, but could, could probably talk, be talked into the 3-6 under the right conditions. And I think one of the biggest conditions involving that, Bo, is a 12-team field. I, I think a 3 and a 6 – makes way more sense if we know for sure that there's going to be a 12-team field for the CFP. If we're not guaranteed that at some point, then, then yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I probably would be more inclined to stick with what we have. John Cohen on the Corona Premier Guest Line talking SEC football scheduling. All our listeners right now, you're interested in your team, who they play, where they play them. I know as someone who's covered the league, John, for 20 years, not that anybody cares, but I, I don't even – it's almost like we're two separate conferences. I mean, that you know, you don't play the, uh, all the teams, but every 12 years, home and away right now. And I just feel like there's a pretty big disconnect between the West and the East, to be honest. In, in football, it, does, it doesn't happen quite as much in the sports like baseball, which you coach for a long time. Uh, or basketball because there's so many more games. But I feel like there's a disconnect between the West and the East, John. Well, Bo, let me, let me just point this out. First of all, you're 100% correct. Secondly, I want to say I'm not pointing the blame at it. It's nobody's fault. This was set up a long time ago. But if you look at the last 12 years and realize you're 100% right that Eastern Division teams, with the exception of Tennessee, make a trip to Bryant-Denny once every 12 years, yeah, I, it doesn't seem like you're in the same league with that team. Right. If you're in Missouri and you go to uh, Alabama every 12 years, if you're Kentucky and you go to Alabama once every 12 years, and listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Alabama is and will always be the, the gold standard, but you have to admit that their success has been at a pretty daggum high level for a while now. Let's include A&M in that. Let's include LSU in that. Uh, let's include Ole Miss in that from a year ago, you know, with the great year that they had. Who would who want to go to – Ole Miss a year ago. So I, I've been told that uh, by, by others in these discussions that success is cyclical. Um, I, uh, <laughs> when it comes to the SEC West, I'm not 100% sure I agree with you. I agree with you. John Cohen on the Out of Bounds Show. When do you expect the decision to be made or announced, John? Yeah, I think we have a little more time. Um, I, I think we can get into August before we make this decision. Again, you know, Greg Sankey's an excellent leader, and we, when you don't have to make a decision, you know, again, we're talking about 2025 here. When you don't have to make a decision, it, it makes, you know, a lot of sense to get as much information as you can about the subject before you pull the trigger on it. And, 
you know, you have a lot of ADs and a lot of presidents, quite frankly, who are asking a lot of questions. And we, we, kept, we keep asking more and more questions, and the SEC does a great job of getting analytics people who can answer those questions. All right. So, um, boy, when, on a year when – if you go the 3-6 model, on a year where you only get four conference home games – in what you just described, and I, you know, the SEC West is by far and away the best division in college football. You already know this, John. I mean, it's not even close. The gap, even between the East and then you go to the Big Ten division, it's just Grand Canyon-like. But on on years, so this would rotate, right? Every other year, you would have four conference home games and five away, correct? That's correct. So would, that's would, correct, and, would, and, and you know, and and, and with, you're, you're right, Bo. Here, here's something I think about: a team that's in contention, an SEC title, and and we're talking about one division play here. And you say, well, th- we're we're you know in a second place tie, but we only played four at home, and they, the team we're competing against, played five of five at home. You know, I mean, that makes a difference. And and I'm one of those believe. I really believe, and you know the equality of the schedule, meaning you play the same amount at home as you play on the road, especially in the conference. So, right. um, I like that. yeah, I think that matters. You bring up a really good point. So is Commissioner Sankey, the presidents in 80s, are they willing to consider an addendum or a change as far as the non-conference Power 5 game? Uh, if y'all go to nine, or is that – mandate or whatever it is going to still be in place and how important would it be for ADs to go try to go out and I don't even know if this is possible in the world of college football to not do home and homes and only host your non-conference power fives at home to try to balance the four only four at home five away Where, where does that go John well you're bringing up another great point which is this all of us are scheduled out probably close very close to you know 2030 so if you go to a nine-game schedule, there's going to be a lot of cancellations. How do you decide who you cancel? How, how do you get involved with that? Again, you bring up a great point. Do you eliminate uh, the policy of having to play a Power Five? Do you not? All those things have been on the table. I, I really like playing the one Power Five. I think it creates matchups all over our country that are really, really good, especially for the, the schools that don't automatically have it on their schedule. Of course, the Kentuckys automatically have that Power 5 in Louisville, and Florida automatically has that with Florida State, and mm-hmm. South Carolina automatically has that with Clemson. I'm, I'm telling you what you already know. But I do think it, it adds really unique matchups. You know, we just played Kansas State. We just played NC State, very good NC State here a year ago. Got the, the first one canceled by COVID. But, um, yeah, I, I think – I, I really like that opportunity, and I, I, I would love to see that stay, but I do understand if you go to a 3-6 type of model, uh, is there enough room in the schedule for that opportunity? Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.
Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, so the 3-6 type model, we're visiting with John Cohen, AD at MSU, leaves you three more games if, let's just play this out. Let's say Commissioner Sankey and all y'all decide to eliminate that. So that gives you three games to work with. Um, And if you're not, if if the mandate's not there to do a non-conference Power 5, I would have to believe there's no way and you know what most ADs would want to do that. Am I right, John? Um, <laughs> I think there's some that would and some that wouldn't, you know, I'm, I mean, it's, it, the, the room is so varied, uh, among the thoughts of the athletic directors and the presidents. I, I, I can't really speak to that, but I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not being evasive here. I'm just being honest. I, I think there are a lot of different thoughts in the room, but the needs of each football institution in the Southeastern conference are a little bit different. I think we can all agree to that. Okay. So uh, let me ask you this. Like MSU, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Auburn, Tennessee, South Carolina. I kind of put these. I mean, these are really good football programs at times with excellent athletes and so on. They can beat a ton of teams in the country. They just happen to play in the monster of the SEC. Are you, and and you can say no comment, are you and Keith Carter on the same page as far as where the scheduling is going, or do you know? I think Keith and I agree on a lot. You know, we haven't had this discussion side-by-side, face-to-face, one-on-one. But I think we have very similar feelings um, in a lot of regards. So, you know, I I think Keith's done a great job at Ole Miss, uh, not because we agree. But, yes, I would say in a lot of ways we have very similar feelings about this. And I think we both want what's best for our institution for sure, but what's best for the Southeastern Conference as well. Fair enough. Uh, I don't even know this off the top of my head, but I feel like Mitch Barnhart is the dean of ADs. Is he, John? Or yes, he- yes. And I think he's coming up on 20 years, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. That's incredible. All right. Well, he usually knows what he's talking about, so I'm hoping that... uh, Well, Mitch has shown great leadership, and he's shown great judgment in his entire career, except when he hired an assistant coach from Florida 20 years ago. Oh, I think it worked out. You won the SEC in 44 games and and hosted a regional, uh, I think, for the first time in the history of the program. So, uh, all right, so maybe they'll go with, with... with Mitch Barnhart, I, I'm I'm for not that anybody cares. I'm for the one plus seven, uh, but that's because I need it to be really interesting for MSU and Ole Miss um, as many years as you can be interesting over the course of a decade. Um, all right, we're, all right. Let's switch gears. John Cohen on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, I, you coached baseball for a long time. You just referenced it. Um, you led Mississippi State to the to the national championship series, Kentucky to an SEC championship, all that kind of stuff. Um, Mississippi State struggled this year. I know you have all the confidence in the world with uh, Chris Lamonis. As you read the tea leaves, where are you with uh, MSU baseball? Yeah, I I like where we are. I like the class they have coming in, and 
you know, there's probably going to be more of an emphasis on getting kids out of the portal. Um, I think we have seen, if you look at how the tournament's unfolding and how this year's unfolded, Bo, you got teams who are being led by Division One transfers. And for whatever reason, what's incredible to me is some of these come from so-called, and I'm using air quotes here, mid-majors. But some of these mid-majors kids who have come to the SEC actually have better numbers in the SEC than they did in their, their mid-major conferences. So I, I think people have learned from that. And I think there's going to be a lot of movement um, in that portal. And I think uh, there's no question that Chris and his staff are going to use the portal to, you know, to fill some holes. And I, I you know, I, I think, I think we fell short on the mound this year. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. That's an area that's got to be patched up and, sure. and, and gotten back to a high level. And I think they have a great plan for that. And uh, part of that's going to include the, uh, portal transfers i've got one minute um you targeted chris jans he was number one on your board you got him just your thoughts i don't even think we've called up since you hired him your thoughts on coach jans and and hoops for msu just love his attitude again he has the exactly what we're just talking about Bo. he has the ability to recreate a different team every single year he has said this many times and i agree you're not building a program you're building a team each and every year he's so used to doing that He's so used to dealing with the portal. I mean, I, I think he's going to do great. Um, he's going to push our kids to be the very best they can be. We're going to be an aggressive basketball team, and I'm just, I, I look forward to watching them work out and watching them play this fall. We'll leave it there. John Cohen, AD, MSU, on the Corona Premier Guest Line. John, we'll catch up again soon. Thank you for your time today. Thank you, Bo. John Cohen on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, talking, uh, well, all of, any team that you support or follow, but Mississippi State and Ole Miss scheduling. So you've got a one plus seven, which is what I would like to see. And yes, I know I'm I'm backtracking a little bit once part two showed me the numbers. I get it. I get it. I'll, I'll take a one plus seven, and I'm kind of going against what Blake and I have discussed and argued about. Now that I see it, and Bartu laid the numbers out at me, and it's going to be an average of at least one loss a year to Mississippi State and Ole Miss and others in that space. I'll take a one-plus-seven format. You know who the one is, right? Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. And then you rotate through seven, and you get to play all these teams, and it's going to be a lot more fun for everybody. And a non-conference power five. Never thought I would go this way. Then a three plus six in Ole Miss and Mississippi State on some years draw four conference home games and five on the road. I mean, what's your best case scenario most most years in that? Five and seven, six and six? I'm sorry. That's just kind of how it looks. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. It's National Eyewear Day. We're going to tell you how you can enter to possibly win some Ray-Bans from Eye Care Professionals back in a second. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.